Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. right there when you need her. Hello, everybody in the radio world. Benny, good morning. Good morning, Sue. Good morning, everybody. Hello. How is Seattle? Well, I'm in the Pacific Northwest, but Seattle, (laughs) Seattle. Help me out here, Benny. No, you're on your own if you're here too. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's gloomy. It's overcast. Typical Seattle, but we love it no matter what. Ah, Are you going to ask me how it's here? How is it there, Sue? It's sunny and beautiful! Well, then we all should just travel south then. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold. That's why I've got my layers on. It's definitely, but it's it's beautiful. All right. So to the radio world, uh, hi. To the YouTube world, hello. To the podcast world who will be listening to us later, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm still, Benny, I'm still getting used to the whole YouTube video and knowing that we're also live radio too. So it's, it's like a visual thing for me here. And then I also have to remember there's people driving, right? Yeah. And and all the devices make that happen for us. You know, they can just prop it up and do a little bit of both. We don't encourage that, of course, uh, but that is the, the sign of times. That's what we're kind of all apart is this visual thing. And, uh, you know, with the radio life. So I know. And especially for today's show, we need it. Yes, we do. We mm. are talking. We're going to meet your fashion guru. We are going to get to the nuts and bolts. I wanted to say, like, not nuts and bolts, but like bow ties and <laughs> high heels or something. Sure. That works. Sure. Enough. That works. Why not? <laughs> And the best friend you never knew you needed. Benny, really. Other than us. Other than us being the best friends, right? Uh, Right. right? Right. Of course. Okay. So before we get started, just like anything that we talk about, take what resonates and leave the rest. We're going to have a really good juicy show today. We're going to go deep into your unique style. And it's more than just putting on clothes, folks. I've got a great guest and we're going to talk, I mean, you guys have heard me say this, it's new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, and new you, but we're really going to roll out the carpet here and talk about what that looks like and how you're presenting yourself. And that's externally and how you're representing yourself and showing up your true authentic self from a fashion standpoint and aligning with that, with a fashion standpoint. How is that? Ah, Holly, how is that? I've got, I'll introduce you in just a minute, but just a sec. I know. Before we got on live, um, I was explaining to the YouTube world, hang on just a minute. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we'll get right to it, I promise. So I'm going to do a little bit of your formal bio, but you know what? Then I want you to totally jump in and I want the audience to get to know you, okay? Okay. All righty. I'm going to put on my little glasses here. <laughs> All right. So, well, you know what, Holly? I went on your website and you know what? I'm just going to go rogue here. I will totally do your formal introduction. However, 
I love the fact that it's like second and third generation. Your dad had, or your grandfather had a shop and -hmm. then your mom also. So it's kind of all in the blood with fashion and appearance and all of that. Is that correct? Well, I mean, it's, you know, Southern Jews, right? So (laughs) the Jews came over from Ellis Island and then they got all into the, the garment industry. And then my family in particular went South. So my mom and my father's side, so that my grandfather's brothers, they had a store that was in the coastal Carolinas for a very long time, got passed down. And then my father had a children, my grandfather had a children's clothing store. And then my father had a women's clothing store in the seventies, uh, in the early eighties. And so I've just grown up around you know, fashion and clothes my whole life. My mother is still on the selling floor today. Um, She still works for a major department store and she's been on the, you know, the selling floor for like 42 years or so. Anyway, that's, it's just, you know, I've just grown up around clothes and things like that. So. (laughs) Well, wonderful. All right. Well, Holly, I am so delighted to have you here. She is professional wardrobe and personal stylist, entrepreneur, and speaker. I feel like there needs to be a drum roll. Holly's career in New York fashion and clothing production made her an expert in garment construction and design. I think that's really important to articulate because the construction and the design aspect, but even from what I understand, your unique ability is also to frame the human in their unique design and what they truly want to personify the right word or embody. I think embody is a better word, right? I get into the very, I get into the psyche of, of what it is. It's, it's beyond the clothes, right? So it's beyond the clothes. So when I work with someone, man or woman, young, old, whatever, it it's, it's never about the clothes. It's what is your story and what's holding you back? Some people it's nothing. Some people it's, I just had a baby or I had a baby late in life. I'm divorced. I got a new job. I'm this, I'm that I'm, I'm, fat, I'm skinny, I'm whatever your story is, we get to the bottom of your story. And I help you uncover that because my one of my taglines is, is your image holding you back? If it is, then this is why it's holding you back. And sometimes it's not some people sometimes most people are really just stuck, and they don't like to shop. So they don't shop. And then they're I haven't shopped in 20 years. I mean, I you know, there's a million scenarios. I haven't shopped in 20 years or I'm still the same size I was 20 years ago. So what's the difference, you know? Uh, Um, And so we get very deep into why you're holding on to what you're holding on to, why you're over shopping, why you're under shopping, why you're whatever your story is. So there's a lot of different scenarios. Oh, I love that, Holly. And that's your ne- unique ability, right? To get Agreed. to dive in into this, the psyche where you're different from everybody. And I'm and Correct. I'm just, I'm going to go into this really quick because when I was talking to um, uh, the company that brought us together, I was saying, oh, I cannot wait to have this conversation with Holly because in my coaching and part of the curriculum, because how you show up to the world, how you represent yourself, whether it's the food that you put in your body or what you're putting on your BODY, all shapes and sizes, it's a representation. And I talk about, and this was so profound, not only for me, but for my clients, it's going into your closet or wherever. I'm going to use closet because of the the conversation Mm -hmm. here. 
going into your closet and shoulda, coulda, woulda, eating all over yourself. I shouldn't have eaten that. I could have lost what, you know, just walking into your closet and going, oh, I should have donated that. It's the shoulda, coulda, wouldas that you're really just awful to yourself. It doesn't feel good to go into your closet, right? You should be empowered and put on those heels and put on that dress or those jeans, right? Let's talk about that. So if it were only that easy, yes, you would be a very good student of mine. Um, it, but here's, here's most people's issue. Not everybody. Most people don't have the time, the brain capacity, or the emotional bandwidth to deal with what they don't have to deal with. Clothes being one of them. Dressing well is, uh, is subjective, but it is sort of like going in line with society. It is a life skill that people do not teach their children because they don't know. I'm not a rocket scientist either. I don't know how to do that. But dressing well is a learned skill that needs to be shown from child to adult because I do corporate styling as well. And I deal with HR people that are saying, I'm getting all these new hires out of college. They don't have any money. They don't know how to dress. And it's because their parents don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And that's okay if you don't know. It can be learned. The same way you can learn how to do anything else in the world. It is, I mean, I don't care if you go in the store and you look at the mannequin and you say, wrap it up. If that's your, a bit, that's fine. But people don't understand how to dress for their body type, age group, life phase, and what's going on with them. That is my five, number one, the who, what, when, where, why. Who are you? Where are you in your life today? What do you need? What do you want? And what's your story? What, what's your issue? Because everybody has a, a, a problem, right? I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Another huge misconception is that people think dressing well or dressing in style means wearing expensive clothes, which is absolutely not true at all. But you see TV, magazines, movies, whatever, they think that celebrities dress well because they're wearing expensive clothes that is not true sometimes it's true but not always true so it like i'm just using you for an example oh well i'd love to dress like that but i don't have the money well it's not about you dressing like them it's you dressing like you and i help you figure that out oh. people, I, and i say i say to say people well, what's your style people go well i don't have a style well you don't have a style because you've never made time to think about it and i always especially my moms, it is so easy for a mother to say, it doesn't matter. I want my, my, my kids, my kids, this, my kids, that it, it, it's okay. And I, we're not really going that. It is the typical putting yourself at the bottom of the list syndrome. When you can take four hours or five hours sometime, somehow, some way on your calendar in a year and try on, go to the mall and try on jeans or try on, you know, clothes or do a, a half day or a few hours just for you. But people don't do that because it's easy not to. Well, Holly, you're bringing up a really good point because one, they're scared, they're intimidated. They just don't know how. So mm -hmm. let's talk about that emotional hurdle. And if we're going to use moms, for example, 
Oh, I've still got baby weight. I, it's again, it's the shoulda, coulda, woulda is walking into the closet. I'm going to, I, I know I can't wear those jeans pre-babies, but I'm going to leave them there just so I can wallow in it. You know, I mean, right. I'm just as guilty of doing that and going, oh my God, why didn't I just donate them or give them away? Can we have that conversation? Oh, sure. So people also think that having good style means equals weight, right? Whether, yeah. whatever weight. So one does not have anything to do with the other. And I'll say it again. Style has zero to do with weight, how much you weigh or how much you don't weigh. I don't care. It's none of my business. If you want to lose weight, I love that journey for you, but that is not my business and I'm not a personal trainer. I will tell you this, you have to dress for the body you have today. I don't care if you like your weight or if you don't like your weight, but when I'm done with you, you're not going to say, oh my God, I need to lose weight because you'll be wearing the right clothes that fit you correctly, that make you say, huh, okay, I thought I need to lose weight, but yeah, I look good. And it I takes good. that, I took, it takes that pressure off of you. I have to, have to, have to. And I love the people that say, well, I'm not going to spend money on clothes if I'm going to lose weight. You're not going to lose weight because you would have done that already. I'm uh, sorry. So brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah, I, you I wanna, said that. Come on. I mean, if the worst problem you have is you have to get your pants taken in, I don't feel sorry for you. No. Okay. No. So let's shop for the body you and the weight you are today. And then if you want to lose weight, that's on you. I'll give you a good alterations person. <laughs> I love this. I've got these all I've, I've got a bunch of Holly isms. Well, I will thank of... you. I love that. Holly isms. You put that on a t-shirt, put it on a t-shirt if you want. Oh, you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dress for the body and weight that you are now. I, it, I don't care if you like it or don't like it. If you don't like it, that's not my problem. Let's figure that out today. Let's okay? get it all to, yeah. Cross that bridge with Holly's help, you know, Correct. get the help, Correct. get the education. It's just like you said at the top of the hour, Holly, it was, you don't know what you don't know. And that could God, that's a metaphor for anything right mm -hmm. and if 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 i could invite the audience take a listen to what holly is teaching us and representing in a style because it's a metaphor for life too it really is getting over yourself and having somebody like holly to be able to lovingly guide you but not enable you right I think not enable yeah. i i've been called mean I've been called whatever. I mean, I've been called a lot worse than that, but I am very honest. I'm not ugly. I don't hurt your feelings. I don't say do this. Don't do that. You're doing this. That's stupid. It's not, that's not the conversation. The conversation is this is not serving you. Let's get you in something that is going to serve you. Okay, this is not helping you. I know you love this, but let me tell you why this doesn't work for you. And then let's get the idea of this and something else that does work for you. That's it. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Walk me through a process. I love that because, and, and coming from a psychological coaching aspect too, it's the same kind of conversation. It's just you're, you're doing a, a psychological aspect of it too. Don't get me wrong. That's what we're saying too, because you totally mm -hmm. are. And you're helping people of, overcome fears. Yes. And it, I'll, I'll, we'll tell you this. 
It's never about the clothes. Ever. It is net. The clothes are just to say, it's just like when people lose weight. It's not about the weight. It's about what they discover when they're on that journey about themselves. It's never about the clothes. I have never had anyone come to me and say, I am perfect. I'm fabulous. I'm amazing. I just need help shopping. And then let's, I mean, it, we always uncover. (laughs) Ah, I love this. I'm, I'm just, I'm noodling on everything that you were saying. What, and I want to go back to this because I'm, I advocate for the audience as well. And they're sitting here and we're getting them excited and okay. Yes. I'm going to reach out to Holly. Then what happens? How, or even prior to that, what, what are my first steps to overcoming my fear to have a conversation with you and moving forward? First of all, the, I do a one hour consultation and it's an hour because I can't say or hear what you need to say within 15 minutes. You know, it takes an hour for me to get you to open up and tell me and answer my questions that I need answered for you to tell me what's really going on. And if you decide that you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it or maybe you're not ready or maybe you want to save up money so you have a bigger budget whatever it's it's the opening of the book right it's i let me figure out the who what when where why about you and i will tell you what you need from there and i never have anyone call me and say you know what i want my old stuff back never happened <laughs> give me some good examples here i love this um, so, okay, let's just say, let's take a, a, you know, client a, right. She is young. She's cute. She's sexy. She's in her thirties. She's a young mom. She has three kids. She's an attorney. Okay. And she is so cute and sweet and going through her closet and I, you know, cause that's the, we have a consultation, then we do a closet clean out and that's where, you know, the tears oh, the and all that. Oh uh-huh. my God. <laughs> so, you know, when we're cleaning out and she was actually great. And when we were cleaning out her closet, you know, I'm looking at her jeans and there are jeans, you know, that are basically for kids from a big box store. And I said, you're an attorney. You're t- I want you to look me in the face. And tell me that you're an attorney. You went to law school. You passed the bar. You gave life to three people. You're married. You're this. You're that. Maiming all her accomplishments. And these are the jeans that you think you need to be wearing. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Okay. You need to up. Right. You need to up your style game because you deserve it. You're not going to be shopping in the same place where you're shopping for your kids. Sorry, boo. Not happening. Okay, you you're you're dis giving yourself a disservice. You're going to work every day and you're carrying a knapsack that somebody in grad school would be carrying because you're too lazy to figure out what kind of bag you want. Not mad at you. Let's get you a bag that says you're a boss. Okay, because you are a boss. I had enough. That's one, you know, and And also look at the example for the kids. Oh, and well, oh, that's a big one. We'll get to that later. I had another client who was an attorney for the DA. Okay. This is not, I mean, she worked in the district attorney's office going to court. This is way before COVID, obviously. She wouldn't wear makeup. And I said, you're about to start. You're about to start. <laughs> and she said, I don't mess with it. I said, tell me why. What, what's your reasoning? Tell me why. 
And so she had this whole cock and bull story about why she why she couldn't whatever. I took her to the makeup counter. I let her, I shopped around, gave her time at the, you know, the makeup counter. I come back to the makeup counter. She's an older woman. She's like in her 60s. There were four sales girls gathered around her like a new puppy. Oh. When I, when they stepped away, I said, I can't stop looking at you. Oh. And you don't have that much makeup on. This is what I want you to understand. You're doing yourself a disservice because you're going to work and you're not wearing makeup and you don't look like the boss. It's not acceptable for you to be the boss and not wear makeup because then your people are not going to do that and they're going to follow your lead. Not wearing makeup is a style issue. You're a grown woman. You need to go into the world and do a five-minute face, okay? I'm not saying you have to have drag queen makeup, okay? five-minute face. Another Hollyism. I love it. Oh, I mean, concealer, eyeliner, lip gloss, blush, and mascara. Done. Don't tell me you don't have time to do that. Yes, you do. Yes. Yes, you do. And that's just another example. Women that have had children late in life, right? Well, I, you know, I still have my maternity clothes. Well, not anymore because we're about to give that away. I don't want to give it away. I, I, you know, and this is hard. You know, we, we were planning on having another baby. I said, I understand that. And I'm sorry if that did not happen for you, but it's not going to happen. And so why don't we give these clothes to someone who really needs them? Okay. I'm not saying it's never going to happen for you, but I don't want you hanging on to maternity clothes that don't serve you at this time. God for, you know, if you have another baby, that's amazing. And we'll get you new clothes. But for now, it's holding you back. That that's what you don't understand. If your hair is too long, you know, I, I, I know if you don't want to cut your hair, it's holding you back. And this is why. Okay. This is you coming to me for help. This is not me picking out people saying, yeah, you bad, whatever. It, it, you have to understand that you're image reflects your career and especially if you are in a power position where you have people underneath you they are looking at you for the example of how to dress how to be what to do what to wear if if they see you getting away with something they're going to do the same thing and so it's important that you just keep up your style should be evolving with your age i'll say Ooh. that again your style should be evolving with your age and if it doesn't that means you're stuck that's all that means sometimes it's a little change sometimes it's a big change sometimes it's adding on to the style you already have so i mean and again that's just three of the thousands of people you know and and, and finance is another big one holly i'd love to work with you but i just don't have the money right now you have a job your husband has a job you have three kids you have a beautiful home Yes, you can. Don't tell me you can't afford to go to Macy's. Yes, you can. D yes, you can. Especially making, now with all the... <laughs> yes, you're so making excuses skills. that you can't afford it. Yes, yes you can. Yes, and you and can. that's people that don't know how much, you know, because they think style is expensive. Ah, back to that. And look at all the metaphors how, that you were just talking about. Doesn't serve you. Mm -hmm. Holding you back. Look at that as a metaphor. All right, so we, um, I'm waiting on Benny. I think we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, let's dive a little deeper. 
I, I love the hot mess express. That is, <laughs> that I, I am so going to use that. I'm like, oh no, I am on the hot mess express today. Hang on, but I will do my five minute face. I will do my five minute face. <laughs> I did my five minute face. I should have given you a 10 minute face actually, but I, I did. Minute. I did a little bit more for you today just so I could. Yeah. Oh, you look good. I'm not worried about you. You look good. Thank you, Ben. All right, guys and girls, when we come back, we are going to keep chatting it up and listen to this. It's a metaphor for life. You guys get over the fear, get over yourself, present yourself, be the example, whether it's for people that work for you and your children. So when we come back, we're going to continue talking to Holly cats and we are going to, um, I, I was just gonna I looked at I looked at my notes and I kept I kept giggling because it's the five minute face. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk more about the five minute face and getting over ourselves. So Sulan Quist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back, guys. Lights, models, guest list. Just do your best, darling. Hey guys, Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. Yes, that's positive radio to feed your soul. You know what? Give me 20 minutes and I'm going to give you a lifetime of change. Learn to manage your mind. It's just you, just version 2.0. You hear me say it on the radio, new thoughts, new ideas, new perspective, and it's a new you. Let's have a conversation and stop your spinning. 206-300-2227. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. The C2C Live Challenge is your way to sustain your mindset after transition and your soul's desire to create and sustain your life on your terms. 2020 is going to be huge, so get yourself set up right now. With this achieved, you'll have real-life practical tools and self-regulation and have the answers to self-sabotage, stop being taken advantage of, saying a respective no, and so much more. You can do all that while you're taking care of yourself and loving the whole. For more information about the C2C Live Challenge, visit suelundquist.com forward slash the letter C, the number two, the letter C, 2020 SO number two. That's suelundquist.com forward slash C2C 2020 SO number two. The C2C Live Challenge. Do it for you.
Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're behind the scenes. If you aren't seeing us on YouTube, I was getting jiggy. Oh, Benny, I was getting jiggy with it. You can do that. that As long as you're looking good doing it. Ah! I love that song. I I drive Benny nuts with getting jiggy with it. That just gets me gets me in that mood it serves me well i know that conversation that we've been having and it doesn't hold me back we are back on the gratitude cafe sulan quist here and i am joined by a professional wardrobe and i i I want to describe you more juicy because it's so unique because you dive in to the psyche of each individual client that you have and you help them you walk them my language crossing the bridge you know, crossing that bridge of fear, crossing that bridge of denial, crossing that bridge of excuses and really helping them, holding their hand, but not enabling them. And during the break, we we had a candid little conversation on YouTube and we were talking about some things that we wanted to talk about now that we're back on live radio. And everything that we've been talking about and that, that Holly's presenting, like the five minute face, um, you had said dress for the body and weight that you are now, um, your unique ability. I hear a doggy in the background. Sorry. I apologize. No, say hi. <laughs> you gotta give me a name now. Schmutz. 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 That's the best name oh, ever. Best gosh. name ever. I love it. That Sorry. is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, we've had lots of animals. Don't worry about it. Just bring it on up. Okay. So during the break, let's. We were talking about overcoming fears and helping, giving us really great examples about helping men and women overcoming themselves and uh, overcoming the aspect of it's too much money. And men, I, I, I worked in retail for years myself and I knew, but that was my favorite thing to do was to help the men because mm-hmm. they've come in all shy and... <laughs> timid and i'm like all right we got you let's try this try this try this and it's what feels good to you just because i hand you something you're like eh. and i'm like well try it on then see you know there's two kinds of life right there's two kinds of men in this world men that look good and men that think they look good (laughs) so you have the typical dad that says I want my girls, my wife, they can have whatever they want. They can do what they want. It doesn't matter. I don't want anybody looking at me. They can spend money. They can have the designer clothes. I'm not important. That's the first, you know. And so I take that dad. They want to spend no time at all. I make, they just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Okay. You're working here. This is your industry you are pushing yourself to the bottom of the totem pole. It's not fair. You have to match your wife. You want your life to, wife to look good. You got to look good. Sorry. Amen, you sister. To, you Thank don't get you. to sit out. My husband, he is a calling card for me. He is a reflection of me. Oh, he got to look good. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my husband looks good. So, and again, it was baby steps. 
baby, baby, baby steps. Men don't want to be overwhelmed and say, oh my God, you're trying to change me. You're trying to do, I don't, that's not me. I'm trying to look to this or to that. And you don't know what you don't know. Holly, hang on, because you said, I'm not trying to change you. Audience, I want to make sure you heard that. I'm I'm trying to enhance you i'm not are i'm not changing you i'm enhancing you okay because again it goes back you don't know what you don't know if you are a professional male in the workforce i'm talking about covid or working from home i'm talking about life right you have to understand that you've got to keep up okay if you got to keep up you want your wife to be hot and sexy well don't you want to throw your wife a bone okay don't you want her to think that you look good and that you dress well and you actually care because she is tired of seeing you dress the same way for 20 years believe me she's told me and then my number one statement that i give to women who complain about their husbands if your husband looks bad that's your fault okay that is number one your fault because you have to tell him what is not working he's not going to do it on his own okay uh, women you are responsible for telling your husband if he needs to dress a certain way or dress better or dress to match you right if, if, if no one said well your husband looks good he probably doesn't or he doesn't like to shop or he's not really into the way he looks and it doesn't take a lot i don't care if he wears jeans and a white t-shirt it's going to be the best jeans for his age group and the best t-shirt so he looks like he's current and participating in life it doesn't matter what the clothes are they just have to be current so i'm working with the dad right i have all the clothes picked out he comes in he's like wow i really like these jeans wow i really like yeah this fits better okay so my oversized polos where the shoulder seam is down to here yeah i understand this is too big for me and i just had a client last week where we had that, I call it the come to Jesus, right? Yep. The come to Jesus, where I'm like, do you see this doesn't fit you? Yeah, I see it now. Okay, well, all of your clothes look like this. And what you're doing is you're aging yourself. You're aging yourself because you don't understand that when you shop or go here and you just order a bunch of stuff and hope that it looks good, it doesn't. It, it, it doesn't. You have to, as meticulous as you are with your work life and your workload and you and your clients, they expect you to dress a certain way so they take you seriously our tax guy who i love like a brother i give him a kidney he went out broke away from his firm went out on his own and i said you're telling people what to do with their money you're supposed to be smarter than them your image does not say that and this is why he's like well i don't understand you know this is what women care about when you have all of these women clients coming in women notice what you're wearing men don't care okay but women care that's why you wear a suit shoes i'm a shoe oh man yum (laughs) you can't just wear some you know whatever you're wearing you can't just scoot by because you don't think that it's important you are doing yourself a disservice when you're doing that so let's fix that so you put your best foot forward, right? And then uh, men who are single, who just really just don't know how to shop, who would like to dress better, they're like, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to wear. Tell me what to, where to go. And then I introduce them to new designers and stores and understanding what clothes they need to be wearing. Then they start drinking the Kool-Aid. So they really like it. Drink Holly's Kool-Aid, please. Yeah. The five-minute face. What is not serving you in life? What is holding you back?
what you put on your body. You said that, what was your, your comment? Um, you said holding you back, what, what you're wearing is holding you back. Is your image serving you? Is, is your, your, your image, image serving you? Yeah. Is it serving you or is it doing you a disservice? Are you dressing too old, too young, too sexy, too this, too that, you know, whatever your story is, because if you're dressing too sexy, that's because you're either looking for attention or you feel sexy. If you feel sexy, that's great. Let's build on that. I love that. Let's, let's build on that. If you're dressing too old, you don't feel sexy. So mm -hmm. let's build on that. Let's bring you back. So you get in clothes that you feel are not hiding you. What are you hiding from? Oh, this is beautiful. What do you say? Cause I know I had to overcome this. I've raised three, I've got three grown daughters now. And my conversation and my internal dialogue was to be a good example, modest example to my girls so they would learn from that and then they would evolve their own style. That was important to me because, you know, the modesty aspect for my girls. Now, I'm not going to judge them, but I am going to explain to them what they're putting on their body or the little tiny things that they're putting on their body. It's going to grab attention. Just like you said, if you want to do it to feel sexy or you want to do it to get attention. Can we have that conversation for moms and Are dads you, out there? Yeah. I mean, uh, so I do work with, you know, high school graduates and people, college Yay. graduates. And the, the struggle is I'm not the mom. So they're going to do what I say. And when I take people's husbands shopping, I said, oh, he's not going to say no to me. He's not married to me. He's, <laughs> he's not going to say no to me. Yeah. I mean, that is just, that's how, unfortunately, that's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And when I take people's kids shopping, they tell me the truth because I'm not the mom and that's what? okay. I mean, that's, there's no, you should build, love that. Like take her, go. <laughs> I mean, right. So um, mothers, you know, give their children to me to take them shopping for me to break it down for them of what the workforce is expected to for them to show up right nice. what is expected of them and it's not good bad or ugly it's not they're stupid or they don't know or whatever it's taking the personal aspect out of it and saying if you're going into this industry this is what you're expected to wear you can like it or not you can fight it or not but in, especially now with business casual, the lines are very blurred. Thank so people you. Thank don't you. know what to do. And it's hard. You don't know. Again, I, you're, nobody is supposed to be this whiz like, oh, these are perfect clothes for me. It's trial and error. So when I work with young adults, I say, if this is the style you like, let's translate that so you can take this to work. And a good cohesive wardrobe goes from work to weekend with ease. You don't have separate clothes for work. It's, it all interchanges because that's a cohesive wardrobe. That's what I teach young. I teach all people that, but especially young people. Oh, that's brilliant too. And on a budget too. Oh right? yeah. It doesn't matter. I, it, it, your budget to me is irrelevant. Yes. And you were talking about this at the top of the hour. It's not about the money. It's, it's never not. about the money. And never. Uh, amazing client story that I have is a woman I've known for 35 years. We've been friends since we were kids. I got her so pumped up about it. And she's like, maybe one day, maybe one day I said, no, we're going to do it. And she's like, no, 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 I can't afford it. I said, yes, you can. And she's like, no, no, no. I you know, every excuse in the book until I showed up at her door and I can do that because we're friends. I don't just show up at people's doors, by the way. And disclaimer, disclaimer. Disclaimer. So she knew I was coming, obviously. And then she tried to dial me back. Well, I know that you're here, but I only want to do this. And I only want to do that. I said, 
you're not going to tell me. I don't stand over your desk and tell you how to do your job. So you're not going to tell me what we're going to do, what we're not going to do. We're going to do it. And we had the best time. I, I, I wish, I, I mean, I wish all of my clients were so eager, as eager as she was, because once I broke her first wall down, the issues really came out. It's not about the clothes, whether she likes her body. It's, it's her fear of money and her fear of spending money and her fear of saving enough money. So they have enough in case something happens. And that kept showing up, showing up, showing up. And I just said, you know, I understand your fear is rational. I'm not telling you not to have a fear. What I'm telling you is cut your cable off, okay? Stop doing this. Don't do that. You don't skimp on you. That is not acceptable. You are the glue that holds this family together. And if you want to buy a new pair of shoes, you're going to buy a new pair of shoes. I'm not telling you to run out and buy a $3,000 Chanel bag. What I'm telling (laughs) you to do is I'm telling you to keep up and not let yourself go because you're afraid that you don't deserve new clothes because you're trying to save money. That's not helping anybody. They had an ironing board set up. She said, oh, you know, her husband, she's like, you know, Chris, he, he does his own ironing so he doesn't have to go to the dry cleaners. I said, you're making my ears bleed. And <laughs> you're making my ears bleed. Put the ironing board away. Don't tell me you don't have 99 cents to go to the dry cleaners to save yourself some time. Buy back your time, okay? You're not saving for your child's education by not going to the dry cleaners. Don't be ridiculous. And she's like, I mean, and she thought that was the funniest thing she'd ever heard. But it's true. It's these little things they were trying to do to try to skimp a little here and save a little there. And I commend you for that. Yeah. Cut off your cable. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Tell, I mean, stop letting your kids, whatever the video games, I, skimp on your kids. Don't skimp on you. Don't skimp on you. Okay. Figure out a budget where you can spend every seat, you know, like every four months where you can get two or three new things. That's not breaking the bank. And you're not overspending because you want to look nice. Because your kids resonate that and they inherit that fear of money. They inherit that. Well, I can't do that because of this. I can't do that because of that. And again, it's a lot easier said than done. But this is just an example of of her fear. of. I said, this, forget the clothes. This is holding you back in Mm -hmm. life. And now it's not about getting her style to be perfect because it's not. But she knows. Now she knows. And she's like, oh, my God, I went to Macy's and I got these shoes. And And she's drinking the Kool-Aid. And she Uh, loves it. And she feels good. And she feels good. And she doesn't feel bad if she wants something nice for her birthday or if she wants this or whatever. I'm just making that up. Holly, look at the liberation that you do for your clients. And that is, and again, it's, that is what is linked to. And especially if you are a mother and you're on a, or father and you're on a budget, you feel guilty. I don't need it. I don't need it. Sure. You don't need a $3,000 bag. I'll go with that. You don't need that. Okay. But what you do need is a professional work bag that shows that you're the boss. Yes. Okay. That's what you do need. So it, again, you can tell me every excuse you want. I'm going to see right through it. Sorry. 
What is it? What's coming up for me is, well, I don't care what people think. Oh yeah. That's That's a big one. That's a big one. I don't, I don't know. And I don't care. It doesn't matter. You can say that to yourself all day long. That's okay. That when I do corporate styling, the first thing in my presentation is society is superficial, whether you like it or not, or whether you believe it or not. So if you want to go through life saying, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Eventually you will care. You might not be right now, but you will care because it will come back to you and show you that it's biting you back. Yeah. And, it, and, and I don't care if your hair's purple, if you have face piercings, if you have whatever it is, your hair's down to your butt, whatever your story is, it will end up holding you back somehow, some way. Maybe, maybe you haven't discovered it yet. And I'm just using that as an example. No, no, no. It's great because, you know, it's advocating for the audience and you've got hundreds of these examples of people that aren't facing their fears. So when you go into the metaphor of their closet, the right. psyche, right? Right. Mm-hmm. overcoming their fears of money, of uh, abandonment, of the shoulda, coulda, woulda is what I was talking holding about. Holding on like, to stuff. This is my on. rehearsal. This is my dress oh. I wore to my rehearsal dinner. Okay, put it under your pillow, kiss it at night. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> but what it's doing is taking up valuable real estate in your closet and draining your energy when you need to, I call it an emotional box. Let's take your emotional things that you don't want to get rid of. I'm not telling you to get rid of that. Let's just take it away. So you have more room for things that you love. And I, you know, that's, we'll get into the whole closet organization thing, but the closet with, especially single parents, your children's items do not belong in your closet. That is the one area where there's no diapers. There's no toys. There's no Halloween baskets. There's no Easter baskets. None of that. That is your kid-free zone, right? And that's another Four big issue. Space. Yeah, I don't care if you live in a shoebox. That is the one space where your child's items do not belong. That is your sacred haven. I always say it should take you an hour to get ready, five minutes to get dressed. Because everything in your closet you like, it fits, and you know where it is. Oh. I, don't know why, I don't know why I didn't become a professional organizer. And it's not like my house is super organized. It's not. But I'm really good at organizing people's stuff. It's their closets. Nothing makes me happier than going through people's stuff, telling them what to keep, not to keep, giving their stuff away, giving them more room so they go into this angel singing moment Aww. where they're like, yes, where they're like, oh, that's where that is. Oh, Okay. Or that's where, oh, yeah, I already bought seven more pairs of black pants because I couldn't find my black pants. But now I have 17 pairs of black pants. So I don't even fit me the right way. Correct. (laughs) Correct. And I bought at Costco because they were on sale. But Uh, that's okay if that's what you want to do. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm judging. Okay, judge, girl. Oh, oh, I'm judging. Okay. And that's (laughs) right. And I, you know, and again, the nice, the niceties are gone. The niceties are gone. I'm sorry. It just doesn't exist with me. And it's not, let's focus on the negative. Let's figure out what you like and let's go with that. Yes. Yes. That's really all it is. I don't care what you don't like. Let's figure out what you like. Yes. That's right. You guys hear this, listen to everything that Holly's saying. It's such an incredible metaphor for what we're doing in life Mm -hmm. and how you're representing yourself, how you're showing up to the world. I love the five minute face and, and things that keep coming up for me as, as I'm talking to you, Holly is liberation, permission, 
the how to's. What did you call it? You said the who, what, when, when, and why. where, where, why, where, so, and why. Yep. So let's just okay. use you for an example. Who are you? Where are you in your life today? What do you need? What do you want? What's your life phase? You know, you've got three grown daughters. This is your act too. Uh, hello, your kids are gone. Bye. Now, I mean, you, you don't, it's not that you don't worry about them, but now it's, it's time for you to focus on you. This is a great time in your life to figure out, hey, maybe I want to develop a new style. Maybe I want to learn a new language. Maybe I want to do blah, whatever you want to do, whatever that is for you. Um, but that's a great life phase, you know, for people to really realize I'm still young. I still got it. I got an amazing career. I want to dress for that. You know, you, your children, you know, join your lives and they make you blossom and watch them go. And then, Hey, guess what? It's back to you so that you deserve this time. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. And especially, you know, people with young kids are the best because I had a <laughs> client, I had a, a client that said, I, have had your card for two years. I'm calling you now. I have three people in this house that I care about. My ch two children and me. If he cannot figure out what to wear, I can't help him. And you've got to take him shopping. I'm so tired of him asking me, does this look okay? Do you like this? Da, 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 da. I have three other people to take care of and get yes. dressed. If yes. he is not capable of getting dressed, I cannot help you. Please help him. And so... <laughs> He, he really got it. So we had a great time and, and he understood and whatever. And, and, and we, it, you know, it transitions well, but that's really hard when one parent, you know, one person needs help, but then the kids are in the way, you know, I don't want to say in the way, but the kids take up a lot of time. So the husband was like, Hey, I'm, I'm really not sure. And the wife was like, I'm sorry, call Holly. Yeah. And she did. And she did. And it was great. That at the top of the hour, Holly, you were just like some, you just don't have the mental bandwidth to deal with it. That's exactly, that's a perfect example. And when I'm done with you, style and fashion should take up this much of your brain because your closet's organized. We've gone shopping. We've done the work. Once we've done that, once we've done all the work, then we just shop twice a year and that's it. You replace what you like with what you don't like. And then you never have to do that hard closet clean out again, but I make you do the exercises. There's, I have a whole list of exercises that you do that uncover everything. And that sometimes it brings tears. Sometimes it brings joy. And sometimes, you know, it, people are kind of neutral and they're like, just tell me what to do, you know, yeah. because time is issue. People don't have enough time and they don't have enough money. And that's what I give back to you. I give you back your time and I give you back your money. You know, I have uh, people who over shop, you know, real quick, I, the, a the mountain of clothes with tags on it and the tears and all that. And I said, why you're over shopping because you're compensating and you, that you have that rush of wanting to buy something new because you're, you're just grasping at straws. You're not sure what to buy. So right. let's figure out what you should be buying. So you don't have extra things that you buy something because it's on sale. And again, that goes back into the money fears, the whole sale thing. It's on sale. It's on sale. It's on sale. I mean, that's a whole nother issue, but that's fear yeah. too. Fear as well. And you know, the over shopping, the worthiness and getting that adrenaline rush because you yeah. bought something new and then it sits in your closet and then it becomes the shit of coulda what is in this whole energy drain, right? Yeah. I got to tell you, I, cause I just literally moved from a different state. And before I moved, I did a huge overhaul and got rid of stuff shoes and shoes. And then I just literally did it again. And I will do it again after this conversation because you've totally <laughs> inspired me again. 
But I'm, I'm, I thank you for that. And I'm the, I'm, I'm that girl that will go in and I have all my stuff colorized because it's just feels good. Like the whites mm -hmm. and the short sleeve and the long sleeve and the white, you know, it's organized. You go in there and you're like, yep, done. Just like you said, it should take you what, five minutes to get dressed. Is that what you it said? It should take you one hour to get ready, ready. shower, hair, makeup, whatever you want to do. And then five minutes to get dressed because your closet should be like a store, a rotating boutique. Your jack, I, I don't do rainbow that order that works for some people that's not how i organize i do like with like so oh. it's jackets pants tops sweaters this 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 oh. so you go one two you know you pick here 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 done dress done and so, some people get confused they're like well how do i know what goes with what and what it, you can't i've shopped for you you can't go wrong okay this goes with this goes with this goes with this and so the the main point of that is that styling is the last thing i do even though i'm a personal stylist styling is this much of what i do wow. everything else is style coaching shopping and organizing because you want you the style part is the reward the work is the shopping and all the other like mud we have to get through until we get to hey i get to style some outfits for you Oh, wonderful. You guys, this has been a fast hour. I cannot believe we're already wrapping up, Miss Holly. Okay, we are going to wrap it up. For those of you really quick, how do they get a hold of you? So I'm hollycatstyling.com, H-O-L-L-Y-K-A-T-Z, styling, all one word, dot com. We have a podcast with me and one of my besties. Um, it's called the Fashion Crimes Podcast, all one word. And so it's fun. We just talk about people in the fashion industry and um, make fun of ourselves and other people. It's beautiful. So, <laughs> guys, you've got to go check out Holly's website. I've posted everything on social media. And of course, it'll be backed up on my website. We got a roll. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. Holly, thank you so much. And until next time, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.